What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another Another damn damn podcast podcast. presented by our damn damn selves. Yeah. Episode 18. 18. We groaned, yeah. How are you? We can get our vote on, yeah. Vote on, yes. (laughs) That's what's up right there. So how's your weekend going, kid? Uh, hot. And the hell is <laughs> like going on? Like 90 degrees in People Chicago. say that climate change ain't real. It's, um, it's almost October and it's 90 degrees. I'm Chicago. just saying. <laughs> Come Even on. by the lake and I live by the lake and it's still like 90 degrees over here by the lake. Even at like 2 o'clock in the morning, it was like almost 80, like 78 degrees yeah, last night. Yeah, up man. like, oh my God. Crazy. What the hell, yeah. man? Speaking of the craziness, I know you heard um, breaking news just happened about um, the shooting in Nashville, church shooting. <gasps> There's like one oh killed God. and six people injured. Um, a church shooting right outside of Nashville. So no. pray for those people out there, man. It's like oh the yeah, church shooting just happened. Yeah, it I was what I was getting the story. It oh, just wow. happened. Like, yeah, because I, hours I ago. totally just missed that. Like, yeah. Say we record this on Sunday, so this mm-hmm. literally just happened. I'm pretty sure by the time um this airs, it'll be more about it'll the shooting. About but I'm still getting details as we. Is speak. there a church shooting? Church shooting. Oh, yeah. My God. Like one person died, six people injured. <gasps> I was trying to get the shooter's name, but um, I'm not finding it in my app. I had it in a different app, but the app disappeared. So smartphones don't be that smart all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's iPhone trying to get you to buy the new phone. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I always say that. Every time <laughs> Apple um, drops a new phone, yeah. Because I have the 6S Plus, which I've had for about a year and a half. Um, give it to take, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the 8 is about to drop. So my yeah, 6S you, Plus yeah, is starting to be acting a little bit weird for about the last week or so. Oh, yeah. So Apple, oh, yeah. they know what the hell they're they doing, man. They say, come get this 8, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that stack, yeah. You get this 8. It. Yeah. You need it, yeah. But we'll see what happens with this damn 6S oh, yeah, Plus. Yeah, but we're going to pray for things in Nashville. Nashville, right outside of Nashville. Wow. Church my... shooting. Who mm. shoots in a church on a Sunday? It's nuts, man. Who does it? It's a Sunday, and it's a church. Like, who mm, does mm, that? Mm. Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, we dealt with that. I mean, the anniversary passed recently, like last week of um, oh, the Dylan bombing. Roof, you talking about? No, the bombing. Um, oh, oh the, the four girls, the four yeah, girls from, that back, died in the from day, back in the day. Uh, so you're talking about that nut, Dylan Roof, in mm-hmm. South Carolina. Wow, yeah, because that was about... Uh, yeah, that was a couple of years yeah, ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm. But um, as we see that stuff still happens, mm. craziness mm. doesn't stop happening. Man, man, man. But... Speaking of craziness... <laughs> Who had the craziest week? Um, well, up until the last twenty-four or thirty-six hours or so, the craziest well, week went to Kevin Hart. I would say. <laughs> well, I would say that too, but I want to start with some black excellence. Okay, yeah, we, we go positive. to black excellence, then, then we go black tomfoolery after that with Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, because I got a lot Kevin to say Hart, about his ass. Yeah. You having the worst week ever, ever, bruh. But um, Kevin Hart is probably loving everything that's happened, which we're gonna get to. <laughs> yeah. A little bit later, we're gonna get yeah, to everything a, that's just happened the past twenty four hours or so. Yeah, and Kevin Hart is here. yeah, Kevin Hart is probably loving every minute of that. Yes, deflection. Now they're not talking about me. Deflection, yeah. deflection, deflection. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Help me. Help me, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> but we'll start with the black excellence because when uh, we recorded our show last week, uh, the Emmys had they hadn't aired, aired before yet. like. Probably like right before it, right was about before to it air. aired. Probably yeah. the red carpet was probably going on mm-hmm. while we were recording, for example. And shout out Issa Rae. I saw that girl. Like I said, Issa I saw Rae, the... M- Emmy so black. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. I saw that. Uh, I didn't watch Emmys, but then I saw it pop up in my timeline. And she's had the blackest answer ever. Who are you? I'm rooting for everyone black. Yeah, on the red carpet. She's I am. Unapologetically <laughs> black. I thought I was watching our mom on that red carpet. That's how she would have answered the question. Yes. And when, when, when we black. get to the award shows, when we I put it out the, there. You know, when we get there, yes. 
And mom is where she's going to say that. I'm for everyone black. So remember this moment. Our mom is going to say that shit when she's on that red carpet and asking her about us. It's like, I mean, if you ain't going to root for yourself, you got to root for yourselves. You have it's like to. everybody else does. Yeah. It's like um, the Jewish, like they do, Um, if it's somebody Asian, Asian they're going to root for the Latino. Asian. Um, the women. Women, Because yeah. like, it was a big night for women as well yeah, at the Emmys last week. Like, the women, they were unapologetically rooting for the other women. Mm-hmm. We reached Witherspoon and them when they won. They like, yeah, it's a big moment for women. For and women, like, women, yeah. Women were like, yeah. They, Root for a, yourselves, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's wrong with blacks rooting for blacks? Exactly. Yeah. So Issa, girl, I see you. I see you, girl. <laughs> and me so black. <laughs> and it was a big night. Shout out to Donald Glover. Donald Glover, A.K.A. Yes. Mr. Childish Gambino, yeah, man. <laughs> Atlanta... Kicking ass, man. Mm-hmm. And this is he was the first black to win that award for yes. director. And that yes, for director in a comedy, in a comedy series. Comedy. First one. And this is the 69th. 69th so I'm Emmys, like, yeah. 69 years it took for and an African-American yeah. director to win. And what's he, maybe 30 at oldest? Like, he's not no older than that. Yeah, he's like, a he's, young guy. He's a young guy. He's not mm-hmm. older than 30, probably. Mm-hmm. Very young guy. So for him to... Reach that accomplishment. I'm so proud of Donald Glover. Like, he can do nothing wrong. Anything and he, he made does. a song about you. It's called Red, Red Bones. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shout out to the Red Bones. <laughs> Hilarious. But, I mean, he's funny. He's a comedian. He can rap. He can Talented sing. Talented dude right there. Oh, my God. Like, if you, if you guys get a chance, YouTube this. He did, like, a version of Tamiya, So Into You. And he sang it with his people playing with the live band, and he killed it. So mm-hmm. it's nothing this man can't do. He's Donald just Glover is Renaissance so man. Mm-hmm. Like he's, it just shows that talent. You just never know where you find some talent at. So shout out Donald Glover. Proud of you, brother. But Emmys were dope, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, shout out going to Chicago's own Lena Waithe, man. Yeah. I think it's the first black woman. To win, and she's from the LBGT eh. community, so she mm-hmm. was representing all kinds all of minorities at that thing. And yeah. representing Southside, Southside of Chicago, Chicago Southside, repping hard, yeah, yeah repping hard to win in that particular category. Mm-hmm. She was, like, said Emmys were pretty dope. Yeah, man. we had some black excellence. And shout out to Colbert, like he's um Second City alum, just like <laughs> myself. So yeah. although Stephen he has Colbert. like a Bob Saget thing to me, he looks like Bob Saget. I can see that a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, he did a good job as host. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now let's get to Kevin Hart's dumbass. Yeah, yeah. okay. I said we had to like put up with, with the positive. Which, with the because positivity. we had to tie, wrap that up because the Emmys happened like yeah. over a week ago by the time you hear this. So let's mm-hmm. just wrap that up so we can get to the meat oh, of yeah, all the good shit that happened this week. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart. And I'm going to borrow from Tyra Banks from Top Mile. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Mm. This is my problem with Kevin Hart. He got tired of eating ribs every night. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> he had the side rib. Oh yeah, he had the slide spare slide. Rib. Spare ribs. Spare there rib. you go. Maybe that's the name. Spare ribs. <laughs> this fool had to get him some spare ribs on the side. Yeah, a little barbecue sauce on them. Uh-huh. Mouth yeah. sauce. Mouth sauce. Yes. <laughs> but um, this is my problem with everything. Um, obviously, I believe in the sanctity of marriage. I believe that. You know, you should work through and stay in your marriage. However, Uh that being said, being a person who has been married almost four years now, with that being said, when you marry somebody, the person that you marry, like Kevin said he was very young when he married his first first wife, wife, Tori. They were very young because they were college sweethearts. And I understand because we saw this actually in our family. Yeah. Um, You can be a college sweetheart with somebody married and 
if you guys are going in different directions, do you stay in a relationship and you guys are going opposite ways because you got married? Or if you meet someone new. You meet somebody that's more in your lane. That's more in your lane. Do you pursue that? Or do you, you stay with that? the first person? It doesn't make you a bad person if you end your marriage. But it's all about in the way you do it. Like if you. I don't think you should stay in a loveless marriage. I personally do not think mm-hmm. that. I don't think you should stay in a marriage it's for kids. not good for anybody, especially if you kids. have kids. Don't stay in a marriage for... just because of the kids. Absolutely not. Not a good idea, though. So, my thing is, not necessarily the fact about leaving a marriage, but it's how you do it. Like, we've all heard conflicting reports, and I won't get into that too much or whatever, but... Yeah, that's not even the story. I said, that's not even the story. I said, but let me... But we don't even know, like, because or... on the one hand, they're like... Um, Aniko has been saying that they've been together eight years, but then his divorce wasn't finalized until 2011. So we know so how to do the math. The first wife is still saying that, well, no. Nah, you guys were together. We, we weren't really um, going through it when y'all got together. And, and they was like, well, separated yeah. is not divorced. Mm-hmm. And you, we were in living separate homes and this and that's it. But you were still married. So it, but none of us is really going to know what happened behind Don't, those clothes. Only those three only know those three know. Happened, yeah. So it may be a little bit of column A. A little bit of column B. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, um, you know, the second time around, Kevin just was like, he was so... It's my rib. He was so beaming. He was like, it's yeah. my rib. And he was like, and I know I made mistakes. Because he was like, I cheated on Tori. I made my mistakes. I admit that as a man, he was like, I was young. I was foolish. I was this. I was that. Now I'm older. I'm more mature. I'm established. I'm this and this and that. And now I'm going to do Anika right. I'm going to do her right. I'm going to do her right. And already there was like, they've been married less than a year. And he's been caught twice cheating on her mm. in less than a year. Especially this last one. Is Especially really this damning. last one. First one, they, um, it was, they said um, it was trick photography or whatever the fuck they claimed. <laughs> they said, well, Kevin was really sitting in the backseat and he was trying to lean into the conversation and talk. That's what the story was I heard about the first one. This current one, though? It was a video. Like I said, I didn't see the Instagram video. I didn't see it. But somebody who saw it, they said that he was in the bed knocking off two chicks. He was banging I'll name names. Um, I got the um stripper's <laughs> name. Yeah, you know he me. He was banging um, the girl on the bed. And he was I don't know if it was her. two chicks, but um, the girl, <laughs> Montia Sabag. That's the name I got of the stripper. Uh, Montia Slutbag is what I'm going to call her. <laughs> we'll call her that. <laughs> so, so Kevin Hart was banging a slut bag, and they yes. said it's definitely him. <laughs> yeah, and they said so you could see him banging her. Because he walks yeah. into frame. Because at first, he's like um, from the back and everything. You hear his voice, but you don't really see anything. But then he mm-hmm. walks in the frame, you see his face and everything. Like, that's Kevin Hart. But, and then um, the fact that he did the apology, because first he was trying to get ahead of it. He tried to do the damage control first. Like, okay, before you extort me, I'm going to extort that's the I'm thing. Gonna do myself. I'm going to admit to it. Because that's the fucked up part about it is... Um, I'm going to admit to it before you can extort me. Adultery is wrong, but um, extortion is a crime. So yeah. who's the bigger villain? Like, Kevin or the slut bag? The it's slut like, bag. It's like, <laughs> so he cheated on his wife, which is fucked up. But yeah, and once really, you try to sell the video... That's when you go wrong. Really? Wasn't it a third party who tried to sell it? It wasn't even the girl. I don't even know if it was bag. a slut bag, but um, yeah. It was a, uh, it was a third else. party who actually. Cause so we don't. So I won't call her. She's a slut bag. She I, won't say with a married she, man. I won't say she tried to blackmail him. <laughs> but she's a married man. If it's her or if it's somebody else. But it's like uh, the person, because the story I heard was the person who actually was trying to sell the video was her friend because she said that Kevin, like they would like drink it and getting high and all that. And, and you know, he started banging. And then, you know, she whipped out her phone and started and recording. She set the phone up. Inconspicuously, yeah, as she said, that's what, how the video went. And Kevin was out high over his fucking mind. That's what, um, yeah, that's what they said. He yeah. was like, al- when alcohol and drugs are involved, he probably took a pill or something yeah. as well. And uh, probably don't even remember half of mm-hmm. what he was doing in that video. 
But fellas, um, these hoes ain't loyal. Just, Absolutely. Just stay away from hoes. Fuck these hoes. I mean, I know it sounds boring and simple to say like, yeah, don't cheat on your wife and this and that, but so it it's a lot less drama. Is, it proves <laughs> that the saying is bullshit. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, this shit didn't stay in Vegas. This shit did not stay in Vegas. We're not in Vegas right now. Why do, we, why do we know about this? At all. <laughs> so yeah, Vegas, you need a new slogan. I'm just saying. <laughs> but the fact that... You know, people, and I've been seeing mixed reviews on my timeline because, of course, everybody loves Kevin Hart. I mean, he's, I think that uh, he. People are choosing sides. I think that he is. Um, I know you saw Central Intelligence. I know you saw that yeah. with The Rock and him. Oh, very, very yeah. funny movie. Very funny movie. And um, I believe that maybe his character that he played in Central Intelligence was probably like really how he is because. Like he's like the popular he kid, was a cool dude, who was nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like even though I'm popular and this and that, I'm not going to talk down to you because you're the nerd, or I'm not going. You're the emo weird kid. I'm not going to talk down to you. I'm going to be friendly and be nice to everybody. Wasn't Danielle's Nicolette's fine ass yeah. movie? Okay, that was his wife. Yeah, I'm sorry, I remember you would remember his wife. that, <laughs> of course, sexy ass. So if you get a DM, I'm sorry. But man, if you get a DM, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a couple episodes back. <laughs> but, you know, so I mean, that's why he's so likable. And then he does do good in the community. Like, he is charitable. He's funny. His movies are good. And he has a hell here. of a story. Like, his rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Hart was, um like, five years ago, he was doing fucking um, 35 and Ticket. 35 and Ticket. Like, bullshit movies like that. <laughs> like, yeah. So to get, like, yeah, like, that fast. Because like, he's been in the game yeah. for a while. Like I said, it wasn't that long. He ain't been on top mm-hmm. all that long. The Soul Plane was supposed to launch his career, and it, it didn't. Yeah, and that's why he got stuck doing <laughs> the 35 yeah, and takings of the world. Because like, of Soul Plane. Yeah. So he was stuck on that level for years, and then he finally yeah, broke the through the glass yeah, ceiling. He was stuck, stuck with the chip. The BT, the um, yeah. what was the fucking movies back in the day? Uh, Arabesque. The film. Arabesque. <laughs> Kevin Hart was stuck on that Arabesque, Arabesque level. <laughs> he was stuck on that level for a minute. <laughs> but um, That's the level Kevin was like five years ago. But the Arabesque. fact that he elevated and everything, but it like became an A-lister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you said people are being like choose sides and everything, and I've seen missing people. Do we really give a fuck about what Kevin Hart is doing with his wife? It's none of your business. And they said some of y'all niggas cheat on you, and da, 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 da. people just so, going hard. And I'm so, like, yeah, Kevin Hart worth like how many hundreds of millions? Yeah. Y'all dating the Pookie from the block who got a job and, and like, he got holes. Yeah, like, I'm like time out. And then he was like, well, he well he would cheat because he has millions of dollars. And I'm like, time out. Let's stop this uh, double standard mess. Let's stop this bullshit. Um, if you are a person and you do decide to get married, you know, adultery isn't part of your marriage. If you don't want to, if you don't want to stop practicing adultery, don't, don't get, married. get married. Yeah. Like they were talking about, Diddy has his arrangement with his ladies. Yeah. See, Cassie, she ain't, she came in her mouth shut. She ain't, mm-hmm. had, she ain't said a word. And for a while, um, before like that they really hit the fan with the the whole Karuchi, Rihanna, Chris Brown, because oh he was God. dating both of them. He was dating both of them openly. He was with uh, Chris. Sure, sure. He was with uh, Karuchi, but he was still dating Rihanna. He was dating Rihanna, but he was stalking Karuchi. That's the <laughs> difference. <It's> like, <laughs> Chris Brown. Chris Brown's my dude, but you're a stalker. Yeah, he's Chris. a bit. He's a bit <laughs> out there. But um, Diddy, like I said, he has his arrangement. But I mean, if you are that, but my thing is. He just went so hard. Like, I'm going to do it so right this time around. This, and you really wanted to believe that he was changed. Like I said, because that happened in our family. We had that happen with the uncle. Like, him and his first wife, they ended up breaking up. His second wife. Was the perfect woman for him. Yeah, she was. But it's like mm-hmm. they were together till death did them part. Mm-hmm. Till he passed away and they were yeah. together. Mm-hmm. 
But it's like, if you do it like that, like, you know, you say, oh, I made my mistakes. I'm going to change, man, this and that. I'm not going to mess up this time around. And then you're still doing the same stuff. Same bullshit. It's yeah. like, oh, like, I really want to believe in you. Because I do like Kevin Hart. I really want, I, I'm more disappointed at it because, and I won't go like hard on Anika because other people were calling her. Well, you know, karma, bitch, and like this the and way that. you got him is the, the way, way you lose, lose him. I saw that a lot in my time. All this and that. And it's like, because for one, she's pregnant. And I mean, that's stressful enough. Like, if and you're, you're pregnant, I'm pregnant so too, so I can relate. I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. If you're pregnant and you find that your husband's cheating on you, your husband of barely a year is cheating on you, mm-hmm. and you're preparing, like, you should be, this should be the happiest moment in your life. You're your all pregnancy. technically are still newlyweds, and you got a baby on the Yeah, you should be over the moon happy because you're about to have a baby, but. Now you're dealing with this stress, and then the people are bombarding her. Of course, like the media is just like, Aniko, are you going to leave? Aniko, are you going to leave? Like they're just bombarding her. It's like, leave her alone. She's pregnant. Leave her alone. But the part of the story yeah. nobody's talking about is what I just mentioned is um, whoever this fucking extortionist is, because like, that's the crime right there. Because you is. remember what happened with the whole Hulk Hogan story? Like, yes. Because um, mm-hmm. he sued Gawker. Gawker is no more because of that. They leaked that tape and shit. Mm-hmm. So Hulk put them out of business because he won like what a hundred million dollar yeah. lawsuit or something, and they shut, they closed they shop. shut down. So like, yeah, that's the crime. It's like, like sure, yeah. like I had a fuck, I had a slut bag on tape, but yeah, but you sold it. it. Yeah, you like, yeah, you sold it to fucking Gawker. So so Hulk hit them and shit, and they out of there. Mm-hmm. So if you can't they, extort people. So that's why I was, I'm glad Kevin did do what he did. As far as that, he said, "You can't extort me. I'm, just, I'm gonna put the story I'm out put there. The story so out you're there not first. getting a I'm gonna break it first. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then, which McCall needs to go somewhere? Lisa Bloom is a damn anime lance chaser. Uh oh. Because like that, she's the one, the celebrity lawyer. Now she's like with the whatever Montego Bay, whatever her name is. Oh yeah, the, um, <laughs> the slut bag, Montia slut bag, Montego so Bay, Montego the slut bag. <laughs> We just renamed it, bro. <laughs> but um, she was she, the slut bag from Montego Bay. There we there go. There you go. See, <laughs> you know, we create names for people. But um, yeah, Lisa Bloom. It's just like your reputation is mud, sister. It's like every time it's a celebrity thing. It's like you run. Like I said, she's an ambulance chaser. She just Absolutely, runs and yeah. she's like, ooh, and it's just like Kevin Hart money because she was like the one with the girl, the. Whatever, with the one that they fat shamed about Usher. Oh, the fat a, bitch that yeah, Usher allegedly Usher. gave herpes to that yeah. really didn't. And shit. She was with her, and it's mm-hmm. like, literally, you just jump on any story that you think. That you see, like, any type of celebrity, money. especially an A-lister like Kevin attached to. Yeah. Your, your eyes Usher, A-lister, money. Mm-hmm. You're like, ooh, I'm going to get them. It's like, no. <laughs> you know, pick and choose your battles, sister. But, mm-hmm. Kevin, you, you having a pretty crappy week right now buddy (laughs) and i hope that you guys can work it out i hope that you actually are going to want to keep it in the pants (laughs) because they said kevin's a ladies man and then people even came after tori because tori didn't interview because they were asking her what she thought of everything and she gave her honest opinion about Mm -hmm. stuff and then when people were talking about um well you know why are you still talking and this and and then time out this was his first wife. This is the mother of two of his children. And then I she saw, definitely has a say in it. I saw a nice Instagram post that she put up, and the gist of it basically said, she said, I was with Kevin at 22 years old when he was selling sneakers. She said, I compromised a lot that you would never even know that I compromised for his career. Because like, she was like, I was a thespian as well. Because Kevin Hart, he did work at either um, Finish Line or Foot Locker mm-hmm. before he got on. Yeah. And she was with him back then. And she said that she put her career aside, because she's a thespian as well. She put her career aside so he could elevate his comedy, so he could elevate to him. 
And a lot of times women, we do that. We'll put our careers and our needs aside for our men and our children. And we would do that. And she did that. And she was like, all the stuff that I've endured. And she was like, and then me being the butt of all the jokes, because Kevin did talk about her a lot in his stand-ups. She mm-hmm. was the butt of a lot of his jokes. And she was like, and she was like, even when, um, so when he started dating Nico, you know, his mistress, and you know, she said, and my children, you guys are walking a red car with my children. She said, I took it like a, a G on the chin. I took it on the chin. I was very clad. Like, you know, she never, you know, like, she's like, I've endured a lot. She said, so I can definitely have a say mm-hmm. in any of this. I can, if I want to use his name, because he used mine, if I want to have a say, I can do so. Yeah, so I can, um, he could talk about me, I could talk about his ass. Yes. Basically, what she was saying. And she was saying that. And I totally agree with her. I totally agree with that. So. I guess it's been a fucked up week for people named Kevin all over. Uh-oh. I don't know if you heard about Kevin Durant. Uh, yes! I was going to. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes! It's Kevin Durant. Yes! Oh my God. Because he's not just a basketball player. Apparently, he's a ventriloquist because he has sock puppets. <laughs> That's his side hustle. <laughs> because, um,. Which I don't even know why he even like got into this because like an internet troll, I got the tweet right now said, um, "I respect the hell out of you, Kevin, but give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting the championship." That's the fucking legitimate reason. That's first legitimate of all, yeah. Like, and it said you were a bitch or you were a punk. Like I mean, I know the trolls can go. He could have just said like, "Yeah, like that's the reason." No one in the fucking title. He could have just said that, but he didn't say shit. It's like, but he tweeted from his account. As in the third person, he, he thought he six, thought he was on his fake account. Yeah, That's he what, had because it was like he has like six accounts or something mm-hmm. that he tweets from. <laughs> He's like, well, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. Yeah, his roster wasn't good. It I'm was sorry, just him and Russ. I guess Kevin, he, he thought he was LeBron James for a minute. He was speaking in the third person. <laughs> Kevin Durant didn't have any help in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Except LeBron really talks like that. Kevin doesn't. So we know that Kevin thought he was on his fake account. He got caught. <laughs> when I heard that, because Marcus actually told me that. I saw the story when it did. Because like, I, like, I didn't see it. Like, I kind of saw it like as a blur, but then I didn't click on it. And then Marcus started telling me yeah, about it. Yeah, I got it, it right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, he's a clown. I didn't know Kevin Durant was a clown. He's a clown. And why do you give a fuck, he's man? A yeah, you're a millionaire and you got a championship. What do you care what some fucking person on the internet says? You're a clown. He didn't have to say shit, but if he did say something, he could have just said what I said the first time. <gasps> Say, so give me one legitimate reason other than getting a championship. That's the fucking reason. I wanted the ring. He's he could have just said that. He is such a clown for that. Well, he could have said what he said, but in the first person. Yeah. He'll say, well, okay, so he wasn't trying to put no title contender around yeah, me. Yeah, they weren't trying to build yeah, yeah, they weren't me trying to build his like, yeah. around me. They traded Ibaka. Like, he he could have talked yeah. about all of that. Because yeah. before they, if you imagine that team, if they would have just kept Kept James Harden. James it goes Harden. back to the James Harden trade. You had James Harden. Had they had... re-signed Harden, they'd have had a big four. Plus, still adding pieces. Reggie Jackson was on that mm-hmm. team. You it had a lot team, of good man. players. Oh my god, but that team could have beat uh, the Thun. Uh, and they still would have gotten. They still would have gotten Stephen Adams too, because they got him in the draft, man. So they still would have had. A, they would have been the five, yeah, with Russ. Um, with yeah, man, they had a, look at the five they got. You got you got Russ. You got James Harden, KD, Ibaka, Stephen Adams. Yeah, six man's Reggie Jackson. Where's the weak link? <laughs> That's good enough, I think, to beat the Warriors. Yeah, Jackson would have been your sixth man on that team. That's so. good enough to beat the Warriors. They definitely would have beat the Warriors because the Warriors wouldn't have Kevin Durant. Yeah. So they would have definitely good beat to him. Beat yeah. The Cavs with LeBron. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Anything with Russell Westbrook. But I always say that Kevin with Durant. the um, OKC's downfall was that day when they decided to um, choose money over re signing James, James Harden. Harden. And then, like, sure enough, he goes to Houston and becomes the, the mayor of Houston, basically, yeah. and shit. And you basically <laughs> had. 
three MVPs pretty much. And these and guys they hadn't, hadn't even had they hadn't even hit their prime yet. Yeah. They were and like they were, in their twenty young guys. And like they were all homegrown yeah. too. Like it wasn't Dude, like draft, you, yeah. it wasn't like you bought a team. They were all homegrown. All homegrown, home drafted talent. Mm-hmm. All like young guys, yeah, in their twenties. Like hadn't hit their prime. MVP yet. slash yeah. MVP candidates. Mm-hmm. And you had all of that on your team. But you chose cheap and then <laughs> You chose cheap. And, um, speaking of teams, we'll um, keep it on the NBA yes. right now. Mm. What'd you think about Carmelo Anthony Carmelo going to, to OKC thunder. since we're talking about the fucking Thunder Ooh. right now? Because <laughs> we uh, saw that story when we were out yesterday driving. And mm-hmm. when that story came through, I was like, did that shit? Marcus was like, it happened. And he gave yeah. me his phone. I was like, <laughs> I'm scrolling. I'm like, that shit actually did And happen. what they got him for makes me really pissed off. And his canter. And his canter, Doug McDermott in the second round pick. What did the Bulls trade for Cameron fucking Payne? They traded Taj Gibson, Doug McDermott, and a second-round pick. So basically, yeah, OKC got Carmelo Anthony. The Bulls got Cameron Payne for the same package, basically. But people say guard package doesn't suck. Fire guard packs. Hashtag. But you saw that Doug Collins is going there now. Yeah, they bring Doug for like a consultant or some shit. Yeah, he's like... So maybe he's like they're grooming him to take over for the guard packs. I think packs. so. Maybe um, think Jerry's so. looking, yeah. Doug has had a uh, love-hate relationship with Chicago over the he years because um, he's the one that got him to the promised land, but they fired him like a year before four. Phil Jackson won yeah. their first, first title. title yeah. So then Phil gets all the accolades yeah. and he gets but none. Doug was the one that got him they to got the finish there. line. Um, what's the Bulls name? win. Bulls but win. Yeah. Bulls yeah, win. That was Doug that, Collins. That was Doug Collins. Yeah. And then yeah, a year later, two years later, it's like when they won their first, they won their like, first yeah, title. Phil actually like carried him to the promised land, but Doug got him right Doug there. Doug got him there. So, but he doesn't get the accolades. Like but we'll be watching. But back to the uh, Carmelo, <sighs> Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and, and Carmelo, Carmelo. Anthony. It's a lot of firepower there, and you still got Stephen Adams. Like guys like that still. <laughs> he still got some decent little role players. I still think that they just need like one more. Like they need like a like a Jay Crowder type. Like how the Cavs maybe mm. get like a Jay Crowder. Mm. They don't need any more scoring, obviously, because yeah. you got those fire weapons. You they got those like, weapons. They need a Draymond, basically. On they that need team. that. They need somebody who can like give Jay you that. Jay Crowder slash Draymond. Draymond. Green. They, they need, need that, that type, type of, of player. player. They need that type of player. Because mm. I still don't think it's enough to beat the war. But it, it's damn close. It's, it's getting up there because Russell Westbrook is going to be Russell Westbrook. He's a it's dog. Crazy what this He's fucking a dog um, out there. I got to give OKC credit. They turned um, mm-hmm. uh, Sabonis into fucking Paul George and Doug McDermott into Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And we gave it, what, two spots to get Doug McDermott? Yeah, we gave two firsts and, like, some seconds, yeah. And the, the first you gave up were better than Doug. You gave up Gary Harris and Yusuf Nurich. It's like, both of them are better than Doug McDermott now. And then, like, you trade him for Cameron Payne, who's, who's a shithead, I'll say, in my opinion. And then, what's the name? They split um, Doug McDermott into Carmelo. So the Bulls last year could have gotten Carmelo Anthony. And look at that team. The Bulls would have had um, Wade, Butler, Carmelo. You would have had a little firepower. You'd have had a little something, something had they done the trade for Carmelo a year you ago. You see the face I'm making right now. Even though I'm wearing my free shirt that I won at the Bulls game, I'm I'm just still looking like, yeah, yeah. my, my face is, yeah, on that. But fuck Garpax. <laughs> but Doug Collins, come on. You got a different man. Do you, Doug? Uh, yeah, just give him a shot. Why not, Doug? So the position they gave him, it sounds like they are trying to phase out guard. That's what it sounds like. They want to um look and see what um we want to pick Doug's brain. I think. Yeah. Let's see what Doug knows about. I think it'd be office. good for Doug to be back. To come in back Chicago. home, yeah. yeah. Close it out, home. 
Yeah, he had. I think I'm pretty here, sure, and so, I'm pretty sure yeah. his coaching days are over. Yeah, and I, I want to say, didn't Doug have his knee surgery? The yeah, same at my hospital. Hospital, yeah. Our mom had her knee surgery, so we have a connection. Yeah, there. he did. Same hospital. Yeah, he did have his knee surgery there. So it'll be, it's <laughs> nice to, um, because I don't think Doug a coach anymore. So it's nice if he closes his career out in the front office. Yeah, I think it'll be dope. I think it'd be appropriate for him. Mm-hmm. Ready to get into what everybody came here for now? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we fucking here? Like, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump right in because I know. one last quick Woo! thing. Uh, for a local story. One last quick. Okay, thing. before we jump into this, because shit. it might be some controversy. This might be the title of the uh, episode because like this is a controversy too. Controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, the young lady Kanika Jenkins. Uh, they said it's no video that exists of her going in the freezer. So that guy was a liar. Oh, he's a shithead. I said that a week ago. But the police confirmed it. That is no video of her going in the freezer. So fuck that activist. Wish I had his name. And I think that I'm, they I'm said. I think I saw that I didn't uh, read the story, but I think that somebody has been uh, arrested and charged with her murder. Okay. I think I did see that in my timeline, but I, gotta, I don't. I got to yeah, investigate. Yeah, I got to investigate it, but. Hopefully, like, justice for Kanika will happen. Mm-hmm. I just had to get that out because I know that's a national story that we've been following. But Yeah, so if we just go from hashtag justice for Kanika to hashtag taking a knee. <laughs> that's been the big hashtag all day, mm-hmm. taking a knee. And we're going to start off with who did the ultimate thing first. Allegedly, Jay-Z turned down to perform at the Super Bowl for 2018. Mm. It's getting big, man. Jay-Z... Jay-Z, the fucking man. You know he would drop that fo fo fo. Yeah, so say he had one of the biggest albums of this year. Mm -hmm. Of 2017, one of the biggest albums. Mm -hmm. And his song, The Story of OJ, that's what it's about. Light nigga, dark nigga, po nigga, real nigga, all that. It's like, at the end of the day, no matter what Mm -hmm. you do, (laughs) if you're black, the first thing that you're called is that word. Mm. Which is why the knee has happened. Yeah. All the backlash that Colin and got. Colin was just doing. Colin was doing Colin basically. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he didn't even expect this to um, become what it's become. Because it's not even about Colin now. Like it's about it's not, the knee itself. It's like bigger, it's not even about this him. It's much bigger than. I'm pretty football. sure if Colin um, signed a hundred million dollar deal tomorrow, people would still take a knee. It's like way yeah, bigger than getting bigger. Colin in the league now. It's like it's took this a whole nother movement. It's a whole nother movement. Has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick being out of the NFL. Mm-hmm. So take a knee. Um, wow. Would you like to Let's start? Um, <laughs> Trump blasted the NFL players first of all about taking yes. a knee. That's where it started. Well, first of all, we go back even a little bit further. Okay. First of all, Steph Curry said the Warriors. He said he's not going to the fucking White House. Yeah, and Kevin Durant said that too, as well. But this, this, um, we start with Steph Curry right here because that's where um the whole that's where the seeds were planted to where we are right now over uh-huh. the last twenty four to thirty six hours. Like Steph Curry declined the um White House visit, which um all teams do. Like every team that's won the championship, right. like baseball, football, basketball, hockey, they all even go to the NCAA. White House. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah uh, college, the college sports. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do that. Yeah, I have my own problems with the NCAA, but it's not about yeah, that right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, and he said uh, so. Trump, uh, he tweeted back to Steph Curry. He said going to the White House is considered a great honor for a championship team. Stephen Curry is hesitating. Therefore, the invitation is withdrawn. First time ever a president said, you're not invited. He uninvited the Warriors from going to the White House, basically. But I wasn't coming. Yeah, so he wasn't coming. <laughs> I anyway. wasn't coming. But the fact that he said that just because Steph Curry's not coming, he said, like, none of y'all can come. 
How fucked up is that? What if some of them still technically wanted to go? He's just uninvited you know, the team. What if Zaza wanted to come? Yeah, shit. Zaza Julia May wanted to come. What if Sean Livingston wanted to fucking go? <laughs> we always get Zaza and, and Zaza. Livingston in somehow in this podcast. If David West wanted to go. Yeah, what if Iggy wanted to fucking go? <laughs> He's uninvited the whole team. <laughs> And so then he saw in his next tweet said, if a player wants the privilege of making millions of dollars in the NFL or other leagues, so he was covering um, basketball and football, mm-hmm. he or she should not be allowed to disrespect our great flag or country and should stand for the national anthem. If not, you're fired. Find something else to do. So he snuck in his tagline from The Apprentice. And then he didn't have a video in Alabama him saying, them sons of bitches. Yeah, that's the whole, that's the video that's that was video. out there too. Um, I'm just reading, I'm in his, his timeline right now. <laughs> Yeah, I follow Trump and shit. Sorry. Not sorry. I got to see what this fucker's talking about. <laughs> but it's fucking crazy. So then, like, the whole fucking NFL, NBA, the, the world went crazy mm-hmm. after this series of tweets came out. Do you know what These happened? These two in particular. Do you know what would happen? Every black athlete left the league? I saw you You put know that what would happen? I tweeted that. What would happen if yours, all the... Yeah. What would your teams look like? If every black player said, I right, I got you, and walked out, what would you do? You wouldn't have a league. You wouldn't have a league without the black players. Like Chris Rock said, we 13% of the nation, but we 90% of the Final Four. Like, you so wouldn't today, have a team. You wouldn't. Come Pittsburgh on. Pittsburgh Steelers, shout out to your um, husband's doppelganger. <laughs> <His> doppelganger. <laughs> Mr. Mike Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> they sat out the Star Spangled Banner today yeah. to show unity because of what Trump said. Yeah, they stayed in the locker room. Yeah, mm-hmm. whole team. Like, the so whole team. Except we, for uh, the one player, because they was like, he did three um, tours in okay. uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, I didn't see, but yes. Yeah, yeah they, only they one player went out, out but yeah. then the whole team stayed in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So shout out Big Ben and all you, the mm-hmm. black and yellow, black and yellow. Like, they stayed in the back, which is what they were doing prior to 2009, if I'm correct, right? They, yeah. The players stayed in the locker room. And it makes you think, prior to 2009, what happened to 2009? <laughs> Barack Obama became president. So. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a conspiracy theorist on a hmm. lot of shit like that. But um, um, him saying that you're going to be fired, it's like, first of all, people can protest. I don't know. Like, you're the president of the United States, but you don't even know your First Amendment rights. It's the First Amendment for you to peacefully protest. The second that you start getting wild and using violence, that's not a peaceful protest. You can assemble. You can organize. You have your freedom of speech. But it can't Look be. Look at the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Buffalo Take Bills. Take any. The uh, Jack. Sean McCoy. The, shout out, man. The Jaguars and um, the team, the one that's playing in London, they were the first one. Cause I saw it in my Yeah, start. they kicked it off. I on, saw it this morning. Yeah, yeah they were the they, first ones. The, the London game. The, the London game. They were all. They said 27 people were down there on their knees. 27. Mm. And every player is following. Every team is following suit for it. We got Saints wide receiver Brandon Coleman. He put the fist up after a touchdown. <laughs> It's spreading like wildfire. Spreading like thank, wildfire. thank you, Trump. Thank you, Trump. <laughs> it's spreading like wildfire now. At the Detroit Lions game, the young man who sang the national anthem at the end, when he said, and the home of the, right before he said, the home of the, he got oh, yeah, down yeah, his yeah. knee, and the, then he put the, the his fist took up. It, he took, the he knee. took a knee and put his fist up. up. Detroit, that's Detroit. The, the kids mm. from Detroit. He was like, no, mm. uh-uh. And when people try to flip this stuff about, this is where I'm going to insult you. This is where, you know, you try to flip stuff and to making it be... Of course, be, shout out to Mr. Richard Sherman. You know, he was very oh, vocal yes, about yes, this yes, one. <laughs> yes, 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 I love Richard Sherman. I love Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's that dude, man. Mm-hmm. And then even shout out Uncle... I mean, uh, Ray Lewis. Like, I mean, even you got Lewis there. Lewis took a knee. He took a knee. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe you can come back to the cookout, maybe. 
We'll see. But when people try to talk about um, Green Bay Packers, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers taking a Aaron Rodgers, yes. <laughs> and this is the first time I'm more rude. Is that? Oh, that's not Clay Matthews. Okay, I'm about to say if Clay Matthews is out there too, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers Aaron taking the Rogers knee. Aaron Rodgers taking the fucking yes. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. And uh, you ain't anybody saying nothing to Aaron Rodgers. Of course not. Not, not, not Mr. Rogers. Discount Double Check. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to fuck with him. <laughs> they ain't going to tell Roger to go home. They ain't going to say, go oh, home, Roger. <laughs> sister, sister, brother, brother. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't saying ish to him. But here's the thing that people, when you do this and just talk and talk and talk and talk and you don't know shit about nothing, research your stuff before you start just saying this. When they say uh, it's disrespectful to the flag. Okay. I have a post from Huffington Post. Mm-hmm. Ways that you disrespect the flag. This is in the flag code about ways to disrespect like the flag. Like touching the ground. Um, American flag clothing. Yeah. How many people have a bikini with the American flag on it? A lot it? of people. Or bedding or a drapery. Do rag. Do rag. I've, I've had in the past. I've worn an American flag. The flag do-rag. shouldn't be carried flat, but when they carry it on the football field, they carry it out flat. Yeah, vertical is supposed to be horizontal. Mm-hmm. Uh, drawing on the flag. Mm-hmm. If it's a sticker, people are drawing it. Um, you're not supposed to fly the flag at night, which is why schools are supposed to take, take it, down it down during the day. But, you know, like, people get lazy. Yep. You see the flag. I see the flags at night all the yeah, time. Yeah, we do. You're supposed to take those down. Disposable flag products. It shouldn't be printed on napkins or stuff like that. So when you have your 4th of July picnic, you shouldn't Because you're not supposed that. to throw away the stars and stripes. You're not supposed to throw it away. Mm-hmm. Flag advertisements. Oh, it's on beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, flag uniforms. People have it on their helmets. Oh, so those are ways that you disrespect the flag. I didn't see nowhere where it said taking a knee or sitting. I saw I saw nothing mm-hmm. in there. But all the people who and I posted this on my Facebook. So if you do any of these things and you consider yourself patriotic, please stop doing them because you don't want to like a hypocrite, do you? Mm-hmm. All of those are in the code for disrespecting the flag. This is actual information that you can look up. I got to take it local real quick. Got to shout out our very own Chicago Bears. Well, first of all, they won the game. It, they sucked earlier, but um, <laughs> they yeah, actually won it in overtime that game. I'm caught bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But Chicago Bears chairman George McCaskey, he mm-hmm. released a statement saying, The Chicago Bears are proud to support our players, coaches, and all members of organizations to bring peace and unity together through mm-hmm. football. What makes this the greatest country in the world are the liberties it was founded upon and the freedoms to express oneself mm-hmm. in a respectful and peaceful manner. Through important dialogue with our players and team, this divisive political situation has unified our franchise for the present and the future. Yes. So Bears president, he even got in on it. Mm-hmm. So he's supporting And other the people protest. are releasing us. Um, yeah, all the NFL owners, they're jumping in on this mess. It's your right to protest. And what are we protesting for? We're protesting for injustice of black people being shot unarmed. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what the protest is about. Because, yeah, that's black what Colin people was originally being shot. The unarmed, unarmed. The, the police shooting unarmed black men. And before you hit me with the uh, the where people wake up, shut the fuck up. Before you hit me with shut that, just up. shut the yeah. fuck up. You have no idea. Like Philando Castillo, he fought, we saw the we saw the dash cam video. We saw the full. We dash saw cam. the full video. What did, so it's not just um hearsay. So like, what did he? Originally do? during the Facebook live, people say hearsay. Well, you didn't see what he did before, but yeah. now we've seen it all. So what did he do? That was so. What did he do? And the fucked up part is this is the video they showed the jury. That jury saw him. this video and said, "Hey." But his family got awarded money. That's what they do. Oh, we're going to kill you, but here's some money. Go away. Mm-hmm. Here's $2 million. Go away. Mm. It's fucked up, man. That's what they do. Go away. Here's some money. Go away. We're sorry that we killed your loved one. Go away. Here's some money. 
Even LeBron got in on this Even, one. Yes, and LeBron said, "Hey, it used to be a privilege to go to the White House before Trump got in there." <laughs> he called him you bub. He said you bub. Yeah. <laughs> Even LeBron clapped back on that ass. When man. I saw LeBron say you bum, <laughs> I was on the floor rolling because as a Bulls fan, I can never root for LeBron because you are competition. So on the court, I can't root, especially you play in my Bulls. Y'all, the Bulls, uh, LeBron, for mo- most of his career, has been in the Central Division. Yeah. He's been in his whole, the conference, yeah, the, conference, the whole career, the division, that's what I mean. Most yeah. of his career has been yeah, in the Central, Central Division, division outside yeah. for the four years in Miami. in Miami. But you're the Central Division. That You're our so direct like competition. Direct rival. It was like the old Bulls-Pistons rivalry. Yeah, you're our direct Except competition. both Bulls-Pistons were good, like these yeah. Bulls ain't. But that's yeah. another story. But it's like, you are a direct competition. But I've always said that everything that he does off the court as a man, I respect everything that LeBron does off the the court as a man. And I was like, ain't nobody saying shit to LeBron fans because LeBron, LeBron, because LeBron fans are worse than the Beehive. (laughs) They will get you if you try to talk about LeBron, this and this and LeBron fans are going to light you up. So you Trump supporters, y'all just better leave them alone. You want to hear some more statements from NFL owners? What's Let's that? go there. <laughs> All right. Houston Texans founder, chairman, and CEO Robert McNair. The NFL, specifically in football in general, has always unified our communities and families. The comments made by the president were divisive and counterproductive to what our country needs right now. I hope the reaction from our players results in positive action for our league, our community, and our country as a whole as we make a positive difference in our society. Texans players are caring, intelligent men who do so much good, and as was shown in the past month when our city was devastated by Hurricane Harvey, Mm -hmm. I have never been more proud of our players and our team during this time. It's a display of what's truly possible when we all work together and continue to support our players and work together to promote the values and respect and unity. That's Mm -hmm. the Texans. Mm-hmm. I got Cleveland Browns stay. It's like uh, they all been getting in. All these owners yeah, been we like get in. coming. They've been clapping at Trump. Every one of them. Yeah. From DM Jimmy Haslam from the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. We view our organization, our league, and our players as great unifiers of people. Our players, just like so many others across this league, have been honest and thoughtful with their attempt to bring awareness to the issues of inequality and social justice. Mm-hmm. We were incredibly moved by the meaningful and powerful dialogue they initiated within our organization when they spoke of their intent to unify and not be disrespectful by using the familiar and important terms like one nation, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Mm-hmm. Their intent is to create positive and unifying change that was demonstrated well by the unity they led prior to our home opener. They have continued to prove, remember like the Cleveland Browns, they they the first ones mm-hmm. to take the knee. Mm-hmm. That's what it's talking about, the home yes. opener, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have continued to prove this dedication to unite diverse members of our community throughout the past month by establishing direct conversation with the Cleveland Police Department and creating a plan to work together within our neighborhoods. We are also proud of the many significant efforts in our city throughout this year and have done quietly to improve the lives of others. We must not let misguided, uninformed, divisive comments from the president or anyone else deter us from our effort to unify. Mm-hmm. That's the Cleveland Browns. Exactly. So everybody been clapping back with Trump. So all you Trump supporters, y'all are just dumb as hell because it's like you guys make it serious like Obama was the worst thing ever because he divided the country. No, you made Obama divide the country because you couldn't deal with the fact that a black man was in charge. Mm. Obama tried to unify I the say country. It all the time. He tried um, to unify it, but you hated him because he was black. The alt-right movement didn't exist until it didn't, Obama, until Obama showed president. up. It didn't. And you guys talk about Obama. You called him everything. You called him a monkey. I saw... um. You hung him in effigy. You called his wife a gorilla. You talked about his kids. You just drugged this man through so much. And he always 
was so dignified. I wish Obama would just. I wish he would just nigga down on y'all. Like, I'm, I'm keeping it real. I wish he would just nigga down. I wish he would just that's been like, that's a south side coming out. Of him. I wish that south side would have came out like, oh, okay. <laughs> I wish he would put the double middle fingers up. Like, I mean, I wish he would. Him and his wife were both very dignified. As his wife said, when they go low, we go high. Yeah. But Michelle and Barack, I'm a little more petty than y'all. <laughs> Most of the time I go high. But <laughs> even the fucking owner of the Patriots, <laughs> but I is will the go fucking low. Patriots. What the Patriots say? Because I was even waiting the fucking for them. I was waiting for them to win. Yeah, Kraft deeply America. disappointed by Trump's comments. He said, mm. deeply disappointed. Deeply by, disappointed. Yeah. This was a, a big time Trump supporter, Robert mm-hmm. Kraft, and even he clapped back at the fucking president. Because it is, it's very divisive. And then the fact that if we fast forward, if we um rewind, excuse me. To Charlottesville, the neo-Nazi people, the tiki torturers, as the we tiki call them. tiki torturers. As we call them. I um, see your LeBron one. Well, yeah, you bombed that person. <laughs> he ain't going. So therefore, ain't no invite. Going to the White House is a great honor until you showed, you showed up. up. I just read the whole statement right now. Gary Owen had the face with Gary Owen. Like, you know, you always at the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> you, you a permanent. You, uh, the, Gary the Owen working the fucking grill. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the cookout is at your house. Yeah. We coming to your house, Uncle Gary. You got to kiss in. the cook apron on. <laughs> no, I mean, Gary Owen. Kiss the cook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we at your house. We playing spades. We pacing the big joker on the forehead. Right. We playing spades. Spades and bones. <laughs> <laughs> and bed whisk for the old niggas in the corner. <laughs> and dancing by the pool. There you go. <laughs> dancing by the pool. I want to be the DJ. And you DJ. <laughs> <laughs> but Gary Owen, yeah, you always going to be. Like, we throwing the cookout at your house. But Gary Owen said that Trump uninvited the Warriors to the White House is like the KKK inviting the Louis Farrakhan rally. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Louis Farrakhan. I was like, oh my, shout out oh to the minister. That made me laugh out loud. I was like, Gary Owen was like, he a fool. For see, that. I'm not even halfway through he these comments. I'm just still strolling. And that was only about three or four of the owners that I read. I didn't even get to all of them. So I had to read the Bears. Oh so I definitely God. want to read what McCaskey said on that. Yeah, because I saw that with uh, what McCaskey said. But it's like you're dividing people. Like you said, like, okay, the Tiki Torch. Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Okay. Oh, yeah, Kobe. Codis, yes. whose name alone creates division and anger, whose words inspire dissension and hate that can't possibly make America great again. Yes. Fucking Kobe and shit. Clapping at And that head. was nice yeah. what Kobe said because um, I believe, like, uh, didn't his wife's uh, family, like, weren't they immigrants or something like that? Didn't yeah. they come from? Yeah. So, like, you know, he has a personal connection with and that. Kobe, um, yeah. he grew up um, around the world. So, he knows, yeah, so about, Kobe yeah, knows, he, about, he knows about other cultures. Yeah, because he was in Italy yeah. as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he speaks fluent Italian. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. Yeah, Kobe's been all over, like, yeah. before he got in the NBA. Yeah, so, yeah. But um, the thing that, and it shows where your mindset is. So, you Trump supporters, like I said, y'all are just dumb. This is why, I mean, I normally just don't call people dumb, but y'all are dumb. I'm sorry for saying, I'm sorry, not sorry. But for him to make this statement about the Charlottesville, the tiki torchers, they're fine people. Mm. He said that he said, he said the tiki torchers were He fine said they people. were fine people. He did. And he said that it was on both sides. The he, blame he won't is let on that both go. Sides. He it's on both sides. He said oh, both sides are wrong. He just won't let that and he go. Said, and he, he said, because he believed they are fine people. They just had a, ju- you know, basically they just had a judgment call. They're fine people. But the players who take a knee are sons so of bitches. Say, so it's, it's fine to um to to attack people in protest, but it's um but it's not okay to take a knee in protest. It's Trump logic right there. I'm I'm doing the swaggy p. You know the swaggy p face. <laughs> I'm making the swaggy p face right now. That that makes no sense at all. So how can that be fine? 
Chris Paul, shout out Houston Rockets. Yes, and he's With everything that's pre- going on in our country, yeah. why are you so focused on who's kneeling and who's visiting the White House? Hashtag stay in your lane. That's Chris <laughs> Paul. That's it. CP3. <laughs> J.R. Smith tweeted, at Barack Obama, we need you back, ASAP. Because, <laughs> I mean, you opened up a Pandora's box. You don't want, this is a war that you don't want. Because, like, your little Trump supporters, you think that, I mean, like, you had us at first, the black people who were mad about all this stuff going on. Yes. Now you got all the athletes pissed off? And and the movie star? You got everybody? And these fucking NFL owners. Wait. Rich White, man. They even, like, clapping back, saying, like, nah, that's some bullshit. You got everybody. Even even they not supporting that shit. So the only people that are going to be on your side is Billy Earl. At this point, I'm just just keeping... Tiki Torches, boy! Yeah. Let's get our pitch for us. This is the only people that's going to be on your side, and... I mean, I don't know. Like, do you want that as your go-to? Do you want that as your arm mm-hmm. to go to? I, I don't. I mean, like, it's clearly a majority is going against you now. Steve Kerr says, hey, he was going to break up with us before we could break up with him. So Kerr even knew that this was about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so he was already thinking it that way because, like, it was already divisive. Mm-hmm. Like, the half the Warriors probably already weren't going mm-hmm. anyway before And then all Kerr this, uh, yeah. had a video about it because he said in the video basically – about the flag, and he said that you know what's more worse than it? Racism. Yeah. Racism is worse than what you're doing. And like you're avoiding the elephant in the room. And higher ride that you're the elephant because you're a Republican. Mm. You're avoiding the elephant in the room. Racism is what started this. Yeah. Racism. But you yeah, won't racism address Racism in general, specifically the shooting of unarmed, unarmed black, black men, men by you the police. You won't address this. And his supporters, like I said, I'll go back to my Trump supporter, my friend. I had to get her because when I posted my post... I got a Trump supporter friend, too. I'm when I posted my post... I got to read his timeline. You go yeah. ahead. When I posted on my uh, thing about if all the league, if all the uh, blacks walked out of all the leagues, what would happen to these leagues? What would happen? I just asked a hypothetical question. And then people were like putting like jokes. And they was like, it would be pale. Ha, ha, ha. It would be boring. One of my friends put like a tumbleweed rolling by. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like, people I like, said that back when this first started, <laughs> um, when before the season started, when people were talking about protesting mm-hmm. and um, boycotting the NFL, I said the, the statement would be if the players boycotted, yes. not, and I said the, that not too. the viewers. I said that too. I said definitely. Because the they still going to get their money because they already got their TV contract. So you know they're going to get their money regardless. And right? like I always say blacks only about 13% of the population. So mm-hmm. like these the, the billionaires would still be billionaires exactly. without blacks watching. Watching, but if the players walked the players up, walked you up. shut the fucking you league down. down. <laughs> said that you right from the beginning. And then uh, my friend was like, "Well, if people would just stay out with the political stuff, then it would be it'd be like no political stuff, and it'd be a lot uh, easier to watch." Whatever she said, some mess or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I, my brother, like, I said that I know Vaseline her ice cube. I I, I know Vaseline her. <laughs> God damn, how much time y'all said it off. <laughs> I went. Uh, I, eat, now you I either I know Vaseline her. And, like, I'm, like, I'm going to blame it on the pregnancy right now. I was, like, I may, maybe the hormones got me out. But my brother was, like, nah, they made yeah. them hormones. <laughs> Dope picture. Throwback MLK taking a knee. Yes. <laughs> Let's go, man. Power <laughs> to the people. Everybody getting Power mad. Power to on, the people. <laughs> yeah, my timeline's been lit since yesterday, man. But um, when she said that. I can't that, even find my friend that was talking about When all she this said that, stuff. I went in on her and I called her on her bull crap. I said, you're quick to talk about illegals, like. Uh, illegal uh, Mexicans stealing food stamps and stealing Social Security. I said, but you say nothing about unarmed black men being shot who comply with the law. 
I say, you choose to not, like, you focus on these stories, like, yes, and look at these elite, look at this and this and that. You focus on the story that you want to focus on, but if it's black people being killed on arm, you don't say anything about those stories. You completely just leave that alone. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that came out of all that, because I said that basically me having a child and having a child on the way, you know, I want a better tomorrow for my kids. Like, I don't want my kids to be judged on... Like, I don't want stereotypes to be like because my kids are black or because we're Muslim or because we're like you. We typically look Martin Democrat. King put it best in his "I Have a Dream" speech. So yes. I want to be judged not by the color, color of their skin, skin, but by the content, content of their character. character. And that's what I want that's for my kids. That's the world you want your kids. That's why I want in. my kids. I want them to be judged by you're a good person. I said I'm going to teach my kids to love and not to hate. But with that disclaimer, I wrote. Respect is something that is earned. It is not given. Yeah. And I'm going to teach my kids, do not respect anyone that does not respect Absolutely you. Absolutely fucking not. Like, try to take the high road, but if somebody just will not respect you, Bitch you do not them. respect them. Bitch do not respect no one that do not respect you. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I'm carrying a boy, right? if this is a boy that I'm carrying, as a black man, it's like, you have to command. You have to get that respect. Absolutely. You have to command respect. You would not let them talk. They, you're not a boy. You're a man. You're not a boy. Mm-hmm. You're not um, subservient. You're not, you know. You're not a thug. You're not a thug. You're not a hootlum. You're not a gangster. You're not any of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to allow that. And the only thing that came out all that after I ethered her, the way that she said, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. I'm so happy for you guys. And I'm like. Ignored all of that other shit. And I'm like, so that's all you pulled out of all this is that, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. I'm she like. Was, she was ready to move on from that conversation. Because yeah. <laughs> I just went all the way in. I was like, damn. Like the way I went in on her, I was like, oh my God. Friend of mine sent out yesterday. Ooh. I got two of them. They sent out actually. He says, mm-hmm. um, I don't care what anybody says. I 100% agree with our President Trump. If a sports player disrespects our flag, they should be immediately fired. I don't give a damn if you don't respect Trump, but you will respect this country. That's basically what he said. So of course, everybody in the timeline with nuts and shit. So and did like, you respect um, Obama and over the last eight years? And if you everybody did, everybody in the timeline basically like ether because you know, like I didn't know I'm <laughs> jumping on this one because I didn't. I don't. I don't like that energy. I, just, I, just, I know you like needed to clap back. At I need to clap I just, back. I need to. I'm Michael Jackson. This shit. I ate some popcorn on the sideline. <laughs> So then today he puts out, yeah, today was very interesting. I was attacked via social media simply because I said, you don't have to respect our president, but you will respect our country. I was called every name in the book, from KKK, white supremacists, racist, etc. Hey, he put that out there, then Because, like, yeah, well, everybody, because mm-hmm. obviously, like, once he put the first statement out, the, the timeline but never, exploded. But yeah. I, but real quick, uh, never not once, whenever I have these this, uh, discussions with my friend and with anybody that, I never call anybody a KKK. I never call... I, I know how to intelligently prove my point across without cursing Only people are called racist are the fucking tiki torture. Right, they are. I don't call anybody else yeah, racist. Yeah, because they are racist. They have said that, you know, like, they're trying to uh, wipe out, you know, our race. They say that, you know, they're trying to do white genocide, mm-hmm. which is... I, I just believe I believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt. First mm-hmm. of all, like like until you show me um you're racist, I won't call mm-hmm. you a racist. But I mean, you can have an intelligent like I can intelligently defend my point without cursing you out, without calling you names. I can intelligently prove my points and give you facts and give stuff because I like to give actual factual things. I just don't like to talk. And just do emotion. Mm-hmm. I think that 80% of your arguments need to be facts and the 20% needs to be emotion. Not 80% emotion, 20% facts, because then you're on bullshit. Mm-hmm. 20% is nothing. If you only had 20% facts, that's yeah. bullshit. It's not shit. <laughs> it's but if not. you have 80% facts, that's a lot of pie. <laughs> at least Huxtable on them. 
<laughs> so your friend was called white supremacist after that. Yeah, like his, his timeline exploded. And that happened to my friend too because she said, "I'm tired of everybody calling me a neo-Nazi and a white supremacist and this and that and so 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 and so." And I said, "I definitely don't want to be." Like I said, "I just Michael Jackson this time." I definitely <laughs> don't want to be that. Don't don't put my name in. I have a black friend. No, don't put my name I was in that on, shit. I Kermit the Frog. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. You just drank your tea, like <laughs> Michael Jackson thriller slash Kermit the Frog with the teacup. I said, "I'm I'm staying the fuck out of that one." <laughs> yeah, because some people they just don't get it, and that's my thing. Like with people like that, like our friends, it's like I don't think that you guys are white supremacists or neo-Nazi that's where or KKK. the phrase comes in, um, white privilege, that's a lot of that. That's a white privilege thing. You don't thing. get the You black don't struggle. understand the black struggle. So you say stuff like that not realizing how it affects others. And unless you you're ready like to unlock your mind to let in knowledge, you're never going to understand it. Because when I'm trying to tell you my plight as a black mm-hmm. woman or if you try to tell your plight as a black man in America... You have to be willing to unlock that to receive that knowledge. If you don't want to unlock it, then you're never going to receive that knowledge and see what it is to lo- or what it's like to walk in our shoes. Yeah. You're not going to see that. You have to be willing to accept and willing to listen and to learn. Because um, this is never going to get fixed until we have a dialogue. We have to have a dialogue. Which is what Colin was trying to open he up, open a, up dialogue. a dialogue. That's and why boy he did took he, the knee. And boy, did he. Yeah. Now everybody's falling in line because like other people were trying to place, like, well, no, and this and this and that. I saw Ray Lewis on the fucking knee. I saw so I him said, taking Uncle the knee. I saw on the knee. <laughs> he took one shit. <laughs> but it's like everybody now is starting, because with Trump saying that you should be fired, it's like, that's mm-hmm. against, we're in the... We're in the handbook. Show me in the handbook in the NFL. It says that NFL and the players NBA. have to NFL slash NBA slash baseball any professional mm-hmm. sports player. You saw the player to, yeah. uh, that took the knee. Oh, Maxwell is his name. The yeah, baseball player. Yeah. yeah. So it's crossing in the baseball. <laughs> that was the first baseball player that took a knee. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's starting to spread. Mm-hmm. I think he was the first one. That's how I did. St. Louis, that. y'all black as hell down yeah. there. Y'all bear your Cardinals the bear first one. together. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it's a whole movement now. It's like the hashtag taking a knee. So is a this whole is the movement. conversation that we need. This is the awkward conversation that yeah. we need to have to happen. So because you have to talk about this shit, you can't just ignore this. it. You That's cannot. what um, a lot of the um, the the guilty whites, I guess you would say, they yes. want to just ignore this shit. It's like we have to talk about this shit. We have to. It's uncomfortable, like nobody is um, because I hear that a lot too from the other side. They say I'm I'm tired of um people of um I'm tired of people playing the race card. It's like you don't think we tired of this shit? <laughs> we definitely tired of talking about the, our whole lives is this shit. So if y'all are tired of hearing about it, how you think we feel talking about this? My bullshit? mother lived through our mother. We don't want to talk about this shit, but we have to. True story. Our mother lived through civil rights. She did. Um, My mom used to get called a nigger and thrown rocks on the way to school. Yeah, she would have to run to school, and her- she was at Emmett Till's funeral. And yes, she, Emmett Till. The Emmett Till. The Emmett Till. She was so, at the funeral. It's like she was she a child, lived, but she was there. She lived through that. And it's like our mother never would imagine that we're still like, we're, you know, we're of a certain age. You know, we're we're grown as hell. We'll just say that. Yeah. We're over 30. We're grown as hell. So it's like. Well over 30. We're well over 30. We're grown as hell. But mom would have never thought that we would be dealing with this now. Mm-hmm. And me as a parent, 
I'm looking towards the future. I'm like, is my daughter and my future child, are they going to have to deal with this? Which is why we have to talk about this now so maybe they won't have to. Maybe they won't have to deal with this. If we talk about it enough, maybe shit will get fixed. Mm -hmm. We have to talk about it. Open up that dialogue. I mean... Racist and uncomfortable thing to talk about, but we have to talk about it. We have to talk about the stereotypes. Like nobody likes talking about this shit, but it's, a, it's an evil that has to be done. Though. And then the thing we that they to, say, to, yeah. well, if black people would just comply and just do that, or the, the my favorite one is, um, well, if you guys are the best and work and be the best, you wouldn't need affirmative action and this and that. Like Chris Rock said it best, like, hey, you had a 400-year head start. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Chris Rock Just said it best, man. Shut up. He said, sure, if it's a white guy and a black guy and a white guy is more qualified, he should get the job. But if it's a tie, I'm giving it to the black I'm guy. Give it to the black guy. Hell, you got a 400-year head start. <laughs> Chris Rock You'll said it best. You'll be all right. Yeah. You'll be all right. Nigga, you going to be all right. You going to be all right. And one thing that, like, mom always instilled in us. Remember, mom, because our mom was a teacher, mm-hmm. and she always instilled in us like she would say, um, for you to outdo your white counterparts, I had to be an A student, even if my white counterparts were C students. Mm-hmm. But I have to be an A student because I'm black. Mm-hmm. If I'm a C student with a white C student, yeah, I'm gonna get lost. But for me to like, okay, you gotta be, you gotta have a little something. Extra. I have to be extra. Why is that? Why do I have to work at a higher Cause level? Cause why is more expected? From behind, that's why. Why is more expected? So you of have me? to run faster to stay in the right. race. Why is more expected of me? That's why you starting here and you starting there to catch them? You gotta have right. something extra. I have extra. to have something extra. And that's what a lot of people don't tell them. A lot of them don't realize they're here already. They're here. We're here. We're here. We're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like everything that like I've ever accomplished. Everything like all my schools I went to. My job, everything that I've ever accomplished, I did on my own. It wasn't because I was black. It wasn't because of my race. It was because I worked my ass off and I did the best that I could. And I wanted to be As the best. As have I. Like, I've never um, received a handout from anybody. We never received yeah. handouts. Never. Everything, every, everything we've accomplished, including this damn podcast, this damn we podcast. did on our own. We man. did on our own. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is from the ground up. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Exactly. <laughs> But she ready to get up out of here, kid. Yes, yes, Man. yes. Woo! Second half was lit. I just Powerful. got woo. I just got a little hot under no, the No, even though this is about ninety outside, I'm sweating, man. Woo! And it's <laughs> not because of the weather. Yeah. Man. But so, I mean we powerful episode. Talk yeah, this is this is it. Let's open up this dialogue and let's keep this going. I think it's already like um it's a runaway train now. I don't think it's going mm-hmm. back. It's, and if uh, you wanna talk, like I said, talk to us. Yeah, reach out. Um, reach hit out. us on social media. Share this episode first. Share of this all. episode. Like, we want to get this word out. If you like what we're talking about, share this on your mm-hmm. timeline with your friends. Like email yes. it, post it on your social media, whatever you want to do. Share this episode. If you disagree, I want to hear why you disagree. I want to have a discussion. Exactly. You can find us at Not Another Damn Podcast on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. We have our own channel there. Yes. So look us up there. You can also hit me up at my social media is Ozman the Wizard. That's Instagram and Twitter. Check me out at Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. And then you can check me out at MSIMAH626 on Twitter. That's my personal. And also my Instagram. Those are my personals. And then um, my straight gully, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. And then S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. And then check out my Facebook on um, Straight Gully as well, as well as the website. 
And if you don't like what we're talking about under your tiki torture, we want to hear from we you as well. You. So I like all sides. On that too. I like all sides. Come at me, but we but we willing to discuss. We want to have a discussion. Yeah. Be willing. Like, don't call me the N word. Don't tell me to go back to Africa. Don't be a troll to me because you don't want. Yeah. Don't troll talk. Yeah. You don't want those problems with me because, like, I like I said, you I, don't I want I, no problems. <laughs> you don't want no problems. Shout out no chance. problems. You don't want that for me because, like, I, I I'm petty as hell. You don't want that for me. And I will get your ass blocked. You don't want that from me. Okay. Well, it's an epic <laughs> episode 18 right there, kid, of Not Another yes, Damn Podcast. podcast. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. later. Bye. I'm gone.